You are listening to Cairo Social Tech Raw with Nicole Cowley and Tristan Schaub. This podcast delivers this duo's combined experience and continued passion for social media and online marketing tools. Use this weekly content to take your business to the next level and grow at exponential rates. Let's dive into the Facebook Live Replay podcast. Here is your host from the Cairo Social Tech Studios, Nicole Cowley. Hello, hello, and happy, it is actually Friday morning that Tristan and I are recording our Tech Thursday. So we do apologize for not going live yesterday. Things happen now and again, and I'm actually going to let you know that next week, we will also probably be recording um, on Friday, and I'll kind of share that a little more later in the show, but we love doing the show. We definitely didn't want to miss it. Um, Tristan and I prepare each week to bring you some really solid content to help you as a chiropractor grow your business with social media. So I want to go ahead and just jump straight into uh, Tech Thursday here. How are you doing today, Tristan? I'm doing good, man. I got like, uh, I worked all last night getting uh, getting Rand, uh, Rand Fishkin to do an exclusive in the Cairo Sushi Samurai group. Uh, if anyone doesn't know who Rand Fishkin is, Rand Fishkin is SEO. Like he's like the Mo, like founder and creator of Moz. He 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 knows more about SEO than any other person in like the whole world. So we got that all done, and uh, we just rolled out the Car Sushi Samurai group, which is rocking and rolling. And so uh, things are things are good. Things are good. That's huge. I love Moz. Um, yeah, I, when you said his name, I didn't immediately know who he was either. I mean. To have somebody like that, if you guys don't know what Moz is, um, definitely go check it out. I get a lot of my SEO just resources and content from there. By no means, I do not consider myself an SEO expert, but it is so incredibly important. Um, but Tristan, why did you bring someone like that with such caliber into the Kairo Sushi uh, Samurai group? You know, because that's how we're going to roll. You know, you know that, dude. It's like the biggest thing is I want us to have this, I want us to have access. I believe that the, the, one of the things that's going to propel chiropractic going forward is that if we have all the answers and to have all the answers, we have to have the smartest people. You're only as good, you know, the cliches, you're only good as the people that you surround yourself with. So I'm trying to surround us with really, really smart people upcoming. We have um, Mark Manson from uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Sorry. I swore. I'm sorry. It's inside of the book. It's, it's regular. Um, Rated our show here, guys. <laughs> he's going to be on with um, us, uh, Davin, Davin Michaels from One Two Three Employee, uh, former Grammy Award producer, best-selling author. Wow. Times. Every single person that we're, we're associating ourselves with has either million-dollar companies. They've been best-selling authors. They're legit, and so you know it's good to get the experts in our community and the mentors that we are. Um, but I think to expand, we got to we really. We got to start having like access points with the sharpest people, right? Absolutely. I think it's absolutely brilliant. The Kairo Sushi Samurai group is just, they're loading it up with all kinds of amazing content. And it's across the board to help market your practice. Um, and it's in all formats, which is really huge. That's kind of one thing I want to touch on today. But everybody learns differently and everybody consumes content differently. So that's one of the coolest things I think about the Samurai is you're doing, you know, PDFs, you're doing layouts, you're doing worksheets, you're doing videos, you're doing Works images, you have, you know, you have um, stellar people in the group that are also in there sharing their own stuff. I know just to name one, like Dan McCoy, great, great guy, has amazing information on 
tech subluxation on IT. That is something that I get so many questions on from doctors. So, you know, if you need IT help, social media help, practice management help, owning your business help, hiring help, um, any of that, just to have that group of like-minded individuals that you can ask a question, like at any time, and somebody's going to respond immediately. Um, I've had a lot of fun. The Samurai group is really blowing up. So I definitely will put the link, obviously, um, here and in the show notes easily so you can access that. But definitely check that out. It's really exciting stuff. Thanks. So what's uh, what's on your note? What's on your agenda? Yeah, my, so my sister um, from I wanted another to mystery. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted to first let everybody know. So we have a huge announcement, this Cairo Social Tech Raw podcast show um or i guess it's a facebook live show we turned into also a podcast so just kind of the same thing that tristan um was talking about or that i was talking about with tristan's samurai group you know people learn and people consume content differently not everybody watches facebook lives or likes to or has time to i love podcasts i'll put a podcast on and be you know working all over the house in right. the evening on saturdays and i love them so i wanted to syndicate this show onto we got it on itunes um stitcher and google play and you can also get it from the website so whatever your choice of platform is you know we want to make sure that we're bringing you solid content each week and then that you can you know consume that whatever is the easiest way for you so check that out you know if you have a favorite platform search for us hire social tech raw i am so excited because i love podcasts i am like a podcast yeah, it's good and, and kudos and, and it, it's it's a friendly moment. I remember you sending me the text. You're like celebration time. So this is really cool. This is a good job. Yeah, we're on separate, you know, sides of the country popping uh, champagne together. A <laughs> <laughs> um, couple other announcements. Um, I did just want to make a quick announcement. I redid my whole entire website this week. Um, so I wanted you guys to check it out and let me know what you think, kairosocialtech.com. But I also wanted to say I've worked with, I did this for a couple of reasons, but I've also been working with a lot of, um, as well as chiropractors, I work with um, like the businesses in chiropractic that sell certain products to help, um, you know, promote chiropractic. Right. And I was working with one recently and, you know, really the biggest thing we started with, I'm doing a social media, but in order to do a social media, when you're doing social media, one of the biggest goals is pushing people to your website. You want to push them over to your website so they can then engage with you, get your content and take that next step, whatever that actionable step is, purchase a product, subscribe to your newsletter, become a new patient, what have you. Well, his website was just horrendous. Um, and I don't want to say horrendous as in it was that bad, but it was slow. You can't check out on the website. His right. social links aren't on it anywhere. There was the same product listed twice with two different prices. And so I said, you know, this is awesome that we can go and like gung-ho at your social media, but we're going to push them all to a website that's not going to convert. So I think your website, you have to hone that in and really have that be strong. And you might have to continuously update it or change it or rechange your colors or rechange your formatting or your theme a few different times to get it right. But I do want to say like the first step to social media is thinking about that end goal. Well, for me and for a lot of the clients I work with, that's getting people over to the website. Right. So we want to make sure we start with a website that's that strong. And so in working with him, I looked at mine and I was looking at some numbers and in Google Analytics, Google Analytics is free. So if you're not using Google Analytics, 
get with your webmaster, let us know. It's just a code that you input onto your website and it's gonna give you a mass amount of data. It's gonna tell you where people are coming from and then where they're going. There's heat maps so they can show you where they're clicking. So you know, like people go onto a site and they click right here. So then we need to have something really strong and eye-catching right there on our site. So I went through a lot of that data and made a lot of changes on my side as I'm doing with a lot of my clients. But that's the reason I wanted to announce that, not just to push you all over there. <laughs> no, and it's definitely, this is really great. You know, I mean, the thing is, you got really great content on there and it's, it's accessible and, and you want to make it easy. And so uh, I encourage people to get over there and check out the new site, of course. Cairo, it's, uh, and the other thing is mobile friendly as well. You always have to check it. And I just did this with actually another company. They redid their website. You know, we talked about it and they redid it and it looked great. And then I popped it up on my phone and it was just, it was all distorted and there was wording on top of each other. And that's another huge thing. The majority of people are checking from their phone, especially if they're going from a Facebook post on their phone or they're seeing one of your Facebook ads and they're popping over to your website. They're going to be doing that from their mobile phone. So making sure that your website is mobily optimized is just, and I'm sure your, your guy at Moz, you know, that's one of the biggest things he's going to say for SEO. Google will ding you if your site is not um, optimized to be seen on a mobile. Right. And so those are some of the things I wanted to touch on because, you know, in working with clients, I think there was a good question posted actually in the Samurai group this morning. And um, this person had posed the question about Facebook ads and how much to spend and what to spend and how often to run them and, you know, which content should they put an ad to and which content shouldn't they? And I haven't responded yet because this, this is a really good question. This is such, but, a, it's such a good question, but I, I, I got to be blunt with you, you know, I... I'm so fast on this. Sometimes I get to slow myself down and I'm going, I can't believe these are still the questions being asked. And I'm not trying to be belittling or, 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 you know, it's just, sure. you know, it's amazing. This is why services like the vault are needed, you know, and that's not my, my plug for it. I'm just, I'm just being honest. Like I didn't know, like still those questions were like in 2017 or mm -hmm. well, almost 2018 have to be asked. What? So, so they were asking what type of content, how much to put in, uh, what are, what are your thoughts? So my thoughts are, unfortunately, there isn't uh, one response, right? So it's a loaded question where we really have to dig into and look at, first of all, what's your goal? What is the piece of content? If you're putting an ad behind this piece of content, is that an original blog, for instance, maybe that you wrote on a specific condition or topic that you're going to target to a certain audience? So it's really about putting a full plan together of what your purpose and your goal is for that ad. So that's one thing definitely, you know, to start with and focus on is, you know, what am I doing? Why do I run? I want to add, who do I want to reach? What do I want them to do when they see this ad? If they like this content, what's that next step? So it's really kind of putting all of those pieces together into one. But I definitely thought, you know, it's a great question because yeah. People are like, I know I need to run ads. So many doctors I work with will boost posts. Which post should I boost and which post shouldn't I boost? Well, it's starting to ask, why wouldn't you? And then if you, to me, if you're going to post something to your social media site, I wouldn't post anything that I wouldn't put money behind. 
Now, I'm not saying that I put money behind everything, uh -huh. but as a local business with that authority and being, you know, your, your doctor. So it is that higher professional level right. than let's say like me doing online marketing, for instance, just for an example, which I still hold a high professional level, but anything that you put onto your social media, if you're going to take the time to post it, it should be worthy enough to put ad dollars behind or it doesn't even need to be there. But that doesn't mean that you need to put ad money behind everything. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, you sh I mean, um, I think you got to do, there, there's four things that popped up in my ad. I mean, there's actually two things, but separated three. It, it absolutely makes sense. You don't have to put money into everything. Actually, your goal should be to become so good at engaging dynamic user generated content, establishing network relationships that you don't have to rely solely on. I'll be blunt. Uh, everyone asks the question uh, like, oh my God, Karen Sushi, you guys came out of nowhere. Yes. And you just seem to blow up overnight. Kind of, not really. How'd you do it? Money? <laughs> be honest. It's like a crap load of money. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and we're talking, I mean, these aren't typical Cairo money numbers. I'm talking over hundreds of thousands of dollars that I put into Facebook ad spend. Part of my own money, part of getting partners and connections, Nicole's a partner, every, you know, things like that. So you do have to invest in your ads. Now, um, this year, I knew that we, we once we established trust and credibility, you, you can kind of lean. You still need to put money into posts to get more reach in areas. But the organicness is not as dead as everyone thinks it is because here's a smart way to go around that. Start building up your neighborhood collections, especially for local small business owners. Start building up your retargeting list with your dentist, your, uh, your pediatric people, uh, small business owners, like share retargeting list. Do, uh, there's a smart practice in Wisconsin that I talked to the other day who's doing basically uh, everything they do is about their community. And so their community yeah, it does. Her her, uh, her place looks really nice. Uh, so the the you don't have to you don't have to pay for everything, but you should have a budget aside. So that made me think of one thing. Speaking of products, I wanted to take a short break and share a quick message. This episode of Cairo Social Tech Raw is brought to you by Bolt Tape. Bolt Tape is the first and only sports tape to combine the ben benefits of tape with an all-natural energy solution for revolutionary, drug-free, pain relief, enhanced athletic performance, and improved recovery. It's safe, it's easy to use, and it works. Shop the link in our show notes to try Bolt Tape today. All right, is, any, is everyone out there got their LTV? Uh, paperwork done? Do you have your lifetime value of your patient? Do you know what a lifetime value of your patient is worth? Because then that question of what should I spend becomes a lot easier to define. So if you don't know what your lifetime value of your patient is, go Google LTV patient. And I would actually steal with a dentist. Like they have, they have really good ones out there for dentists. Um, you should know what the lifetime value of your patient is because you can't quantify what to put in ad spend if you don't know what the lifetime value of your patient is. It's very smart. And so that's what I'm going to say. Like with the ad spend, there's no right or wrong answer to ad spend either. It's figuring out. And here's the other thing, too, you have to think about. Um, a doctor 
that's in a small town or a smaller region versus a doctor maybe that's in a larger region, you're gonna have a different audience size. And so you don't have to, a lot of doctors I'll see will overpay for their audience. So starting small in you know $5 a day ads, building that up to $7, building that up to $10 a day, and we're talking $5 a day. So just like he said, you know, investing, that's $150 a month, investing $150 a month into your business should be a no-brainer. So I recommend everybody run a $5 a day ad to get your reach, to get people going, but you really have to be focused and targeted on what that ad is. It's not just any ad out there. And a lot of doctors that I'll work with will actually run ads for two to three weeks. We'll take two to three weeks off and then run them for two to three weeks again because people will start to kind of like miss you in that time. And they'll wonder where you went and they'll see your ad again and go, oh, I need to jump onto this, right? Because if I don't jump onto it now, I might not see it again for a couple weeks. And that's definitely helped as well. If you're running, you know, the same ad for months, you're going to outweigh your audience. So you always have to look at what your audience size is. And what's really cool in the Facebook ad platform, I mean, it's the most, it is a really, really intuitive platform for a free tool for uh, marketers and advertisers to use. And now for you doctors to use, you don't have to hire these big advertising teams, but you can get help with us. Um, but when you get in there, it'll tell you your target size is 160,000. If you spend $5 a day for this amount of days, you're going to reach about, you know, whatever it may say, 3,500 of them. So you're like, oh, I want to reach a larger amount of that audience. Maybe I should spend $10 a day. And you can spend $10 a day. But the worst thing I see a lot of doctors doing is saying, okay, so the lifetime value of a patient or, you know, my patient is worth, you know, let's say $2,500 when they sign, you know, a care plan. That's what the value of my patient is. So I'm going to spend $2,500 a month into Facebook ads and they'll put that 2,500 like into one ad and way overpay for that audience. Well, so they, haven't, they haven't qualified their target goals before even right. doing that, right? Right. So start small. The thing is to start small and start building it. And here's the other thing. Facebook is going to say, so if you start with 2,500 a month, Facebook's going to say, all right, they're going to spend money. So we're going to make sure and only show their ads when they spend that big money. So you want to start small and build it up because Facebook knows your habits. That's what Facebook is trained to do. Their algorithm is trained to learn our habits, how we make decisions and how we make choices. And they're definitely going to pull on that and, you know, leverage that. So I always say with everything, start small and build. But um, I can't remember who it was shared an article. It was a doctor, a female a chiropractor shared an article recently about why most businesses fail. And the number one reason, and this is the absolute number one reason, is they run out of money. So when you're opening an office, well, duh, you have duh. to have some money. What? I'm like, duh. <laughs> right. Yeah. So when you're opening an office, you, you have to put this money first as um, I'm trying to say, like, not that you're not going to get a return, but like the 150 a month to reach, to grow, to brand yourself in your local area, that just has to be submitted. You can't like do that and then say, oh my gosh, I didn't get, you know, whatever, the return back on it. Part of it is just putting those marketing dollars out there, putting yourself out there and then testing it and, you know, changing things to see what works and what doesn't. But to me, you know, $150 to invest in my business, that's, you know, chunk change because I'm thinking about the long term. I'm doing ads now 
to return a year from now, not to return tomorrow? Well, you know, that goes back to there's only, there's three things you can do with when it comes to social media advertising. I can do top of mind brand awareness, which is the priority of Facebook. If your priority is I want to get new patients from Facebook, it's going to take some time because typically you're going to bring them into, I hate using this word, a funnel. Mm -hmm. But a funnel can be defined as they see my ads, they see me everywhere. Now there's an article. Now there's a video. Um, you know, now there's a, a, a come to my event. That can be classified as a funnel. Uh, when I always tell the story, when I took over a med spa, I just like to use real world examples. I had the luxury of having basically the credit card given to me and said, I trust you, do whatever you want. Uh, I put together a budget of $1,200 a month of, of advertising. Now, $700 of that was uh, in the Google AdWords because I still primarily think that's your better investment uh, in most markets. Five, secondary investment in social media. So $500 went into Facebook ads. 25% uh, of that went into what I call immediate lead capture building. So you have, I can do top of mind advertising, I can do lead capture, and then I can do conversion, straight to conversion, buy my stuff. So 25% of that went into lead building. The other 60% uh, went into top of mind awareness, and then 15% into conversion marketing. So the majority was in, in brand awareness. And right. the smart way to do brand awareness is, do, is to combine it with social proof because who, who cares what you say? It's what everyone else says. So if you're going to do like a, like start with a like campaign, like to get subscri subscribers, your followers, you know, it doesn't matter now if you have five followers or if you have 500 followers when it comes to your reach of your post. Well, it does. I mean, I shouldn't say that, but you're really, it's, your social media followers are now your credit score rating. Mm -hmm. You're going to start a like campaign, do a social proof uh, concept, have a video of a patient testimonial, have uh, an award or a, a, a really nice graphically designed image of you in your community. Um, so uh, think about before you put the money in, think about what are my goals? Is it conversions? Is it leads? Or is it top of mind advertising? Because that's what you have. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. That was golden information right there and how to do that. I loved that. And what you said about, it's also, you talked about creating original personal content. So, you know, it's not just an ad with some, you know, stock image to it. It actually says like, this is me, the doctor, here's my award, or here's a testimonial of a patient in my office. Um, so I think the other part of it is because there's just so much content on social media. Our brains, we have been, you know, through commercials, through TVs, like we are trained our brains to just overlook ads. We can completely blindside those out. So when you're doing more of those, just like you just mentioned, those original content pieces, people are going to stop and look that, look at that, um, you know, much longer and a much higher rate. And it's going to go up in people's speeds higher. So that is kind of the one key thing with social media. Like, what's the trick with social media? What's the secret? The secret is to deliver your message, your authentic message, because your target audience is going to relate to that on such, um, you know, such a personal level. And it's really going to help leverage all of your content, all of your reach from that point on. 
Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be consistent. Uh, I totally agree. I think this is great. Uh, any app you want to jump into and share? I do. Okay. So uh, based upon that uh, comment this morning, I wanted to share, and this is one thing I want to say without original content. So the one thing that I really focus on, the two first videos in the vault, the first one is all about repurposing content. So outside of ads, the other thing that you can do, if you're creating good videos, you're creating good blog content, is you can repurpose that content across your social media channels and speak to that social media channel. You know, so like in Instagram, you're going to use more hashtags. You're not going to put a link in your Instagram post because it's not linkable in the actual content of the post, whereas Facebook, you put a link. Right. Twitter, very, very short. So Twitter, you're going to keep it short. You're going to put the link. You're going to upload the video. Um, what have you. So there's a little different way you speak, but you can repurpose your content across all the platforms and in multiple times. Like videos you can embed in blogs, you can embed videos in emails, you can embed uh, videos right. now just about anywhere on LinkedIn posts, and then you can share them, right? You can upload them to Facebook, upload them to YouTube, share them from YouTube to LinkedIn and Twitter. So I definitely think um, going across more channels is another way outside of ads to help get a higher reach. And yeah. I did want to know one thing I want to know that I'm trying to like make more um, notes and points of clients that I work with and things that, you know, we see and we're working on. And one of the biggest things um, that we work on is I'll go on to Instagram. They won't have an Instagram account, but I'll go on to Instagram and I'll see like, is there a following in their area? Is there a lot of people on Instagram in their area that I can find? Would it be worth our time? And more times than not, I find them on Instagram, like a patient of theirs trying to tag them or commenting or sharing something. And I'm like, did you know that you've been tagged on Instagram or your picture was here or somebody, you know, mentioned that they went there and you're not even there. So they're there trying to find you and you're not there. So I think definitely being on those platforms, number one, is huge but also to repurpose that content across the board. So I wanted to share as my tool, I led into that, because I wanted to share as my tool just the three tools that I use to help automate some of this. So your content, when you're scheduling posts, if you could still keep it in your voice and really you know, make it sound like it's you talking, it, it can still get a great reach and a great engagement. So I use Hootsuite. Um, I use Hootsuite because I don't know, that's what I got first, I guess. Buffer is also another one. Um, but Hootsuite, you can get uh, free for the first three accounts. So yeah. it's a great thing for clinics to jump on and plug your Instagram, your LinkedIn, and your Google Plus in there. And then when you schedule to Instagram, you can schedule to Facebook and Twitter from there. So with that free account, you can really hit across all five boards. And then the other two that I use, I also use If This Then That. I know Zapier is another um, yeah. thing you can use, um, but I use the IFTTD, yeah. and you have to set it up on a desktop yep. and build your recipes on the desktop, but then you can get an app on your phone to kind of see what's going on. But basically, once you set up your if this, then that recipe, so if I post to Facebook, then post it to my Twitter, if I post to Instagram, then post that native image as a photo on Twitter. So that's the type of recipes that you can set up, but it's endless. It goes even across social media. You'd have a little fun in there when you uh, get it 
but it's like a set and done, one and done. Like if you spend one night, you might spend, you know, an hour and a half setting this thing up, getting all your recipes right. You want to make sure in the following week you're checking those that everything's coming out right. I'll tell you another thing I do, and if this and that that's huge, is I create an automatic list in Twitter of anybody that has mentioned chiropractic or a chiropractor you can create an automatic list in twitter of anybody that mentions your city or your locality and then you just go to that twitter list you know and like 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 retweet follow but there's your there's your audience right there this if this and that recipe is just throwing people into this consistently so there's I, some I, really cool recipes. I, I mean, it, it, can, it can go down. I always just say the term rabbit hole with, with those kind of tools. <laughs> I don't even think we scratched the surface yet because there's so many other API platforms that are coming out there that are going, oh, now we can go here with this. Uh, that's why I, I, I think I think what, what the future is for, you know, for really people that want to do advanced stuff, like what you're talking about there, that those are going to be like, scoopfuls of, of like products there. Uh, I am going to talk about real quick. Uh, I am, everyone knows they kind of, not everyone knows, but just so you know, I'm not a ClickFunnels guy. Um, I like ClickFunnels. I, I really admire Russell Brunson, but I, until someone pitches me and sells me otherwise or teaches me otherwise, I am still prone to lead pages or I was actually an unbounce guy. So we're talking about landing pages. Uh, this is really big news out of lead pages land. They now have lead pages checkout. Now, it used to be able to do with some really innovative hacking, put a buy now button, uh, but the uh, they, they finally have a Stripe integration where you can sell stuff on your lead pages. The reason I really, really like lead pages, though, is because they're integrated with a company called Drip. Now, if you're familiar with marketing automation, their biggest competitor is Infusionsoft, which gets kind of tagged as being expensive and confusing to work with at times, although it's industry standard to be one of the best. Drip, well, I think Russell Brunson coined it confusion soft, right? Oh, yeah, I didn't even know. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it, to me, I was, I bought, you know, you've heard me, I whined you last year, and I was like, I couldn't stand it because I couldn't, there was a variety of reasons, but I think their product is great. I think they've improved it. But Drip is, uh, I think, something that, an everyday chiropractor who can remove and check vertebral subluxations could could do well with, alongside with landing pages. So when we're always talking about, I need to get a landing page. I need to do. I need to do marketing automation. I want to sell stuff. Boom, 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 boom. Now I I think uh, in the next year, uh, lead pages is going to come back out, and you're going to see people uh, converting from click funnels to using lead pages because of those because of those three things: checkout, drip. And because they've they've optimized other templates, they've optimized. Amazing! You can do. I think they're much more flexible. But that's just my take. So that's my. Uh, too, I was going to say real quick, like so many doctors I know have websites that they can't edit. Yeah. So lead pages can be huge for like. Let's say you're having an event. You can have a lead page for this event. So when you're running those Facebook ads, you can push people to that lead page where they can get more information and RSVP for that event. So lead pages is huge for especially any doctors that can't, you know, that don't have control to edit their website or change anything or put, you know, current content on it. Creating the lead page for an event, for a product, for even you could technically build a website with lead. I mean, honestly, they have they have templates you can create. I mean, it's just pages. I mean, yep. that's all a website is. I, I mean, uh, it's not going to 
you could put meta descriptions in, you could put alt tags in. Uh, this confusion of where I where can I can put a pixel. Can you put a Facebook pixel code on it? Oh, anywhere. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And we're golden. Yeah, I mean, you can do whatever you want with it. And this is the problem when I get talked into software. You know, here's my problem because I'm I'm a software prick because I, I I built software. I mean, I built software that was software as a service. So when people are told this is software versus this is a this is a web page builder, you know, lead pages, click funnels, they're 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 web page builders. They're not software. They're built within a software framework. So that's the prick in me. I'm, I just I, I just want people. You know, this is that. I would be like the straight of of software. I, I you know, I'd be if there was a, if there was a yellow book for software, I'd be pounding it. You know, that is that is not where Tristan's by. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. My straightness comes in my you know. If it's software, it's truly software. Uh, and so, uh, anyways, my 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 tools are lead pages drip, and uh, and the new checkout. Check them out. I think they're phenomenal. Awesome, awesome. So hey, I want to, uh, before we close, I wanted to announce at the beginning, next week, um, Tristan and I are both headed out to beautiful Boulder, Colorado um, for Dr. Danny Knowles Mile High event. And I want to give on this show, uh, I'm hoping next week, maybe we can grab Dr. Danny on the show for a Ooh. few minutes. But, I mean, he's so busy at his event. You know, he's pulled in a lot of directions. You host an event. How, you know, that's going to be hard to do. But yeah. Ch Chester, tried to Chester tried to grab me like, I think, 30 times. He's like, can we do this? Dude, I don't even know where my head is. Yeah. Ready yet? <laughs> yeah. So we might not get him, but the reason I want to do that is Dr. Danny Knowles gets social media. He is all over it. He repurposes his content. He creates original graphics. He uses them over. He comments. He's in groups. He's very, very, very active on social media. Now, I've been working with Dr. Danny. I'm trying to get him onto using other platforms more because you know he's really dominated facebook so i'm like let's you know do some of that on instagram but you know what dr Danny knowles knows and does and he knows his audience is on facebook he has this engagement he has this following on facebook so he's very very um smart and strategic in putting his time and energy where he's built that audience. Right. But if you don't know who Dr. Daniel Knowles is, definitely search him, search out the Mile High event because he does amazing things to use social media to leverage that event. But it's an awesome event. I'm so excited to go to that. This will be my second year. We got to go last year. Vitalogics um, was a premier sponsor last year. So very excited to head out there again. And I mean, if you have never been to Boulder or Denver, I know we talked about cities a lot. We travel a lot, but they are just gorgeous i mean you go up into the mountains i always stay an extra day and go up into you the can mountains. buy marijuana legally there so woo. <laughs> and, and woo, that too <laughs> yeah so yes, uh, we'll probably be recording i think i'm traveling i'm sure you're traveling on thursday i'm traveling I'll on thursday okay you're getting in wednesday so maybe we will be able to do it thursday but anyways we will always keep you updated we communicate everything on the Facebook page, it's facebook.com slash Purdue Nicole, or you can just search Cairo Social Tech. But again, we really hope you check out the podcast, leave us some feedback, subscribe, review, so we can help um, get it pushed more into the podcast feeds, and also jump on this live show. So we want to open this up, and I'd like to 
start leaving um, a few minutes for any specific questions, thoughts, or case studies from you, because this really ultimately, you know, it is. It's for the doctors to grab this information and be able to disseminate it and use it. So we want you to be able to implement all the things we're talking about. I know Tristan and I sometimes can get a little techie, so do not let that, like there's no stupid question. If you don't know what anything is, like I've never heard of MOS, I don't know what SEO is, hopefully you know a little bit what SEO is the term, but we'll dive into that and break that down deeper for you because we wanna make sure that, you know, social media, the reason I started in it Vegas, I just saw that it could really, really inject chiropractic into more people's lives. and. When I started selling for Vitalogics, I was sharing a ton of chiropractic content um, just into my personal feed. And I had so many girls that I went to school with or I used to work with that private messaged me and they felt comfortable messaging me because I wasn't a doctor. I think they felt like I was a bipartisan. Um, but why do you take your son to the chiropractor? How do I choose a chiropractor? I've seen you post a lot about chiropractic. I've really been considering taking my son, but I just don't know if I should, how I should, what they're going to do. I mean, I received messages consistently from girls I hadn't talked to in years. So I'm going to tell you that your people that are around you in your area, they are interested, but they need more information. They don't know what they don't know. And there's no better way in today's world than Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, these tools to get it to them because the last thing I'll leave you with, Facebook did announce this week that they are going to start rolling out the watch tab. Remember I mentioned Facebook's like yeah. going to be Netflix, right? <laughs> Trying to be Netflix now too. So they, um, you'll all start to see it. They roll their updates out very slowly, but you're going to see your video tab turn into a watch tab on your mobile smartphone. And it's kind of going to be like a Netflix right there. In your yeah, Facebook but, but they're not going to charge right, for subscription. Uh, not yet. That's an idea down the road, but oh, not yet. Okay. Because that changes. I mean, uh, this. I think this is more an answer to as you you've spoken about before is that they're running out of they're running out of ad space, which is amazing. They're running out of ad space. Exactly. Yeah. That is an answer. But here's the other answer. Facebook is trying to dominate where people go. So if people are watching TV shows on Facebook, then they're inside their platform for a half an hour, an hour, and that really, you know, they are then owning all of this traffic out you know on the internet everybody is inside that facebook platform so i want to know i want to think because i you know it's similar to what i'm doing at, we talked about it offline Kairo sushi it's like we launched with a ton of freemium stuff we were dependent on advertisers to help push that stuff out support operations but now i'm going you know i can take some of this over and put this on because now we have a deep follower more deep followers that are going to be like, you know what? I really love this stuff. I'd actually pay to get it and have mm -hmm. it ad free, right? And that's right. the Netflix model. That was the old Hulu model was here's free. Here's three breaks of commercials. It's kind of like TV, but there's no courts, right? Right. So the question on Netflix or on Facebook overall, A, question one is, not A, question one is, do you think that they'll have a subscription for the whole of Facebook with an ad-free option, and B, would you pay for it? I don't think they would. I'm not sure, but I wouldn't pay for it. I enjoy my ads. 
because I learn a lot from them. And yeah. like ads come into my feed and you know, they're annoying sometimes, but I'm like, this product is cool or this thing is cool because it's all related to my interests. And I do a lot of hiding things that I don't like. So I would, I don't mind the ads because I can run through them pretty quickly, but you make a really good point and I'm curious how they're going to do it. So it's, they do, they either, they're going to get more ad spend when they open up this watch because then they can do pre-roll ads, you know, in video ads, post video ads. But I don't know. I see them really looking to be a huge competitor with YouTube more than with like a Netflix or Hulu model. So it will be interesting to see how they take that right now. Facebook and Google have 99% of the digital ad growth in the United States. 99% right. they own that. So I don't see them trying to get out of that anytime soon. I see I'm them sure. trying to find more ways to push ads. <laughs> I don't I don't see too many I mean I haven't seen too many in a long time. They used to have a really big commitment to Facebook user experience. Mm -hmm. I, I will be blunt that I think that they've look they're they're a publicly traded company now and, and we knew this a couple of years ago when, when when they went public. When you go public, uh, there's a lot more folks you're answering to. And that mm -hmm. dollar doesn't stop growing or wanting to grow. And when the dollar stops growing, there's a lot more voices to answer to. So uh, I do think that the commitment to Facebook user experience, I, I think, is, has dropped down. I, I, that's my take. I don't know if you feel the same way. I could definitely see that. They are spending more time now in which they didn't do before. Usually it was just user experience. They're spending more time now in devoting um, development to groups, which is gonna be more for marketers, advertisers, that sort of thing, companies, uh, more to pages. They're also spending a lot more on that Messenger app, and that Messenger app is another place where now you can see ads. So inside your Messenger inbox, you're gonna see, you know, little ads in between. And like you said, it's because the they're running out of ad space. This is the point. That's this is great. This is thing. great for us. This is great for us and, and helping to promote stuff. But there's gotta be a yin to the yang. Uh, I'm gonna throw this out there. There, I believe now with with what we're seeing and where they're going, that if some uh, some young 21 year old, uh, let's go West Coast this time. I'm gonna give Stanford, so not not Harvard. Uh, someone at Stanford, a 21-year-old uh, kid, uh, hopefully it's a female. That would be freaking phenomenal. And she's looking at us going, there's opportunity. There's opportunity there now. And because uh, everything falls, man. I mean, Rome falls down. Uh, well, here's the problem with Facebook. When is it going to fall? Because the 21-year-olds aren't on it. They're not on it. They're not on Facebook anymore. Yeah. Young, like, my husband is a teacher. His high schoolers, not, they may have a Facebook account, but they're not on it because their parents are on it. They're on Snapchat and Instagram and um, this new Sarah app, which isn't really an app. It's incredibly dangerous, but they're on these other platforms. Wait, what? Seeing, Wait hold on. What's you that? Ever heard of it? The, so this is a dangerous app. This is for any of you doctors out there that have kids. It's called Sarah A-H, S-A-R-A-H-A-H. And it's a social media app, which I wouldn't even consider it social media, but you can just send anonymous messages. Oh, so God. it's really dangerous. And one of my friends um, was on it and he requested messages and um, he has some issues that he's suffering right now with depression and it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all because people can hide. And so here's the thing, it's an anonymous message and you can't reply. 
it's so dangerous. I've seen some parents posting about it. Um, like I said, my husband's a teacher, so we have a lot of uh, parents that we're friends with on Facebook, and I see them like, yeah, what do you guys think about this new app my daughter just got? What? It looks like it could be used for really good stuff for human resources, but uh, yeah, it's I don't dangerous. know. It's And that's what the kids are going into this new stuff. They want this new stuff because what the parents aren't there yet. Suburban area, you're all like, it's dangerous. And like, <laughs> it is. <laughs> but I, I think about more, but I think about there is a whole side that you have to consider and you have to remember that there are teens and kids using yeah, this and girls are getting bullied. I've heard stories of people, you know, like freshman girls that'll create an account for another girl and just slam her. I mean, okay. stuff happens. There is a lot of, you know, dangerous things to these social media accounts. I think shit. that's why you need to be aware them. of them. Don't have them. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just joking. I'm just joking, guys. I mean, honestly, just save your money and, you know, have disposable income. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Uh, this isn't the this isn't the Tristan Shaw parody advice show. You don't want to watch that. Uh, so uh, I think it's I think Facebook's I think it's an opportunity. I'm not saying that it, that it that it's there. I just I see that you know it's like the Death Star. There, there's there's an opportunity. It's going to take the right talented loop uh, and 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 cast of of characters to get in there. But there's opportunity now. Uh, so uh, cool. I, I we will be we will be live from Mile High next week. Yep. All right. We Kim. will see everybody at Mile High. Thanks so much for joining, Tristan. You have a great weekend and everyone else as well. Bye, guys. Bye. Okay, so that is it, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Cairo Social Tech Raw. We will be bringing you a new podcast every single week. So make sure you hit the subscribe button if you like the information that you are getting. We'd love for you to leave us a review. You can connect with both Tristan or myself on social media, Facebook preference, any of the handles. So you will be able to find us at Cairo Sushi and Cairo Social Tech. We also want to encourage you to check out the show notes, all of the apps, all of the tools, anything mentioned, we will link to in those show notes. Until next week, have a fabulous rest of your day.